You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. What makes a top producer in real estate? We hear it all the time. Of 70s, it was like a big deal if you're a million-dollar producer. Now it's a big deal if you've got a team. And there's a, a, a crazy definition for what a top producer is, somebody that I think would have a really good opinion, Kelly Garcia-Kilmer with Real Producer Magazine. Kelly, what got you into this, this niche market for top producing real estate agents. Yeah, right. Thank you, Daryl. This, um, what got me into it was being what I thought was a top producing agent and people were throwing out words like mega agent. And I said, you know, what does that even mean? You know, and there really isn't a definition. And and you're right, the landscape has changed uh, quite a bit on what a top producing agent, you know, really is. Um, For us in our niche here in Tulsa, our top producing agents are producing about four, four and a half million per year um, and selling about 25 homes or more per year. So that's kind of our definition here uh, of what that is. But what really got me into it from the beginning was just being a part of that community. So how, what is the percentage? I think the public is, uh, you know, we're speaking to the public just in a broad, many times our conversations would be geared directly to agents, but the public is confused. So what should they be aware of when trying to evaluate a real estate professional and what is really a top producer and what isn't? Oh, absolutely. It's very confusing uh, to the public and because people are throwing out those words. I'm a mega agent or I'm a multi-million dollar producer. And there can be a lot embedded in that because of teams and other things. So you have individual agents who are out working um, and working by themselves, basically. They might have an assistant that's helping with paperwork, or but they're working by themselves. And then you've got groups that are teaming together. And sometimes they're using one person's name to do all of that um, production, all of the sales. And what it does is it makes that one person look like maybe they are just, you know, overachieving and they're amazing, where actually it's the work of several people. So for the public, I think it's very important when you're um, interviewing an agent to actually dig into, you know, what do you do? What is your experience? Um, what is your history? One of my favorite questions, you know, what what do you do differently out there that's going to help me either sell my home or purchase my home? And sometimes it's not that they're out there selling 30, 50 homes a year. You know, sometimes the, the different, the secret sauce is that they have a, a personality that's similar or they have a, or a true understanding of the neighborhood or the property involved. So lots of factors um, that go into that. So um, I think it's important for people to interview agents for exactly what their needs are. So the Real Producers Magazine is, you, you distribute how many? This isn't like sent to the public. It, Correct. It's very niche. It is sent to the top 500 um, agents in our market, which is about the top 10% of licensed agents in the Tulsa market. Um, they're a part of that, the publication and the networking groups. And then there's about another 150 copies that are distributed to our preferred vendor partners, like title companies and um, electricians and the people that we use often. And then we also distribute to some of the places that realtors hang out. So title companies, Companies are one of those um, brokerages across town that have agents on that list also receive copies with their uh, leadership there. So I actually enjoy reading this magazine. I enjoy being able to see and learn about my peers, my competitive peers, whom I have great respect for. Anyone who's who's selling a lot of real estate 
has devoted a significant amount of their time and their life to, to reach that level. What do you find are the qualities uh, consistent with all of the top producers? Yeah, I think it is that they are consistent um, with what it is that they are trying to do. They're not just floundering around out. They've either identified a niche um, that is their thing or they're consistent with their schedule. They're keeping really great routines and, and focus of, and they're also, this is a big one, they're running it as a full-time job. You know, they are out there like this, they treat it like a job. Every day they get up and work it just like if it was a corporate or some other type of um, career that you, you go and you do that every single day. Um, they don't treat it as a hobby. Um, and or just something that's an afterthought. Um, I always laugh that people you know watch HGTV and they see what realtors do, and that is absolutely not true. You know, our highly successful agents um, have a schedule that a lot of times isn't TV worthy. Um, it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, well, I, I I chuckle because when I started, I was in my teens. And people would, would laugh and say, oh, you're going to give real estate a try. And today I, I tell people, yeah, I've been trying real estate since 1986. Um, yes. Just, you know, <laughs> wondered how it would work out. So, yeah, looking at it as a career is, is such a, a great uh, observation here. What else do you notice with top producers? And, and also answer, what is the percentage? I mean, there are thousands of real estate agents. And many times I think a, a home seller or a home buyer just thinks, oh, you have a real estate, you have a real estate license, so it doesn't matter. But 50% may be putting it in the, in the MLS or doing some marketing. The other 50% comes down to some real skill and knowledge. What have you discovered there? Absolutely. Those agents that are, are doing this as a career, they're constantly educating themselves. You know, we're required a minimum of continuing education year, you know, year to year, but these people are going above and beyond. They're not just going and taking the classes required. They are constantly educating themselves because this this industry, it just changes on a day-to-day -day basis. So I see that, that they're, they're very consistent, not just in their schedule, but also about keeping up with what exactly is going on in the market and, and staying ahead. How do you identify up-and-comers? What, what qualities do you see in people who aren't top producers yet, but you later see them in that ranking? They show up, pay attention, and they answer their phone. <laughs> That's the three things that I see. You know, they show up means they show up to work, whatever work means to them, their home office, an office at their brokerage. Um, they are showing up to networking meetings. They're showing up to places where they can be present around the public so that it becomes known that this is the industry that they're in. They're, they're observing and they're paying attention to, you know, their neighborhood trends, their, all the real estate trends. And then just being, you know, consistent um, with everything. Well, I always laugh that I didn't succeed because I was that smart. I just renewed my license. So three years into it, everyone else let their license expire. And by that point, you've got a lot of knowledge and it starts to build. So I certainly see and identify with that, that consistency. Kelly Garcia Kilmer with Real Producers Magazine. Kelly, I, I just want to say a blanket endorsement for what you're, what you're doing because it's good for the community, the real estate community, and uh, bringing those cooperative agents together who are really producing, and I, I think it's, it's good work. Thanks for being with us, Kelly. Okay, thank you, Daryl. You're listening to The Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.